بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters the one thing which I left out in the last few reminders on tawakkul and I said I would mention it and that was the issue of leaving something for your children now obviously leaving property uh, and leaving inheritance and so on and so forth is not haram or something like that because we have the laws of in islam of laws of inheritance and if inheritance was not supposed to be done then there would not be any need for any law so of course if you have any inheritance uh, which the children which is divided among the children then there is uh, no harm in it and no harm in it and nothing wrong with it I'm not talking about it from the uh, Sharai uh, Hukum perspective. I'm talking about it from the perspective of raising of children. I believe that two things are critically important. First one is to inculcate the value of charity in them. And the key thing there, and this applies to them as well as to meaning to the children as well as to us. Uh, which I keep saying all the time, which is we need to change our language. When we say we give away or we give in charity, we don't use the term that we invest in charity. Now, I am proposing to you that this is against the principle of Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called charity investing and investing with Him. Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called it tijara, He called it business. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هَلْ أَدُلُّكُمْ عَلَىٰ تِجَارَةٍ تُنْجِيكُمْ مِنْ عَذَامِ دَلِيمٍ Allah said, O you believe, shall I not show you a tijara, a trade, which will save you from a grievous punishment. Now, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this term trade, and then he used the word, يُقْرِدُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا To give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a good loan. A beautiful loan. Now, loan means that there is a return on this loan. A loan is not charity. A loan is not a gift. A loan is something you give and with the intention of getting it back. And in the normal, traditional, commercial sense, what you get back is more than what you give. Now, in Islam, obviously, charging interest is haram. So, we are not talking about it from the Islamic perspective. We are saying just the word loan. Uh, if you say, if I if you say somebody is giving a loan, then uh, the person who has taken the loan returns more than what he took from you in the first place. So, in all of these uh, ways of understanding of charity, and of course we have the ayat of the Quran: one is to turn, one is to seven hundred. Allah will increase as much as he wants, and so on. All of which I have mentioned before, so I won't repeat now. But the point I'm saying is all of them point only to one thing, which is that when we give in charity, we are investing. And we should expect, can expect, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to expect a reward, uh, a return on this charity. And that return is humongous. Now, question, as I said yesterday, is how real are the words of Allah for me? Do I really believe this or not? And it's not, it's a matter of telling ourselves. You're not saying, uh, I'm not saying that you, you judge anybody else by it, but uh, myself, 
Because if I really believe that, then I will act according to it. And all the examples that I gave you from Rasulullah himself downwards all the way, his Sahaba, his uh, Tabi'in, Tabi'in and so on, are all examples of people who believed in this. And in their lives, you saw a reflection of that. So the first and foremost thing is to inculcate this in our children. I am attaching a very beautiful video which somebody sent me about a young man who is doing exactly that. Uh, he's not Muslim, may Allah guide him. But uh, his, you know, if you, if you look at his, his uh, uh, that presenter is not my favorite presenter. But forget the presenter, we're talking about the one that he's talking about, the the person in the in the video. Take a look at that. Now, the whole issue is that if you grow children whose focus is to do good in the world, whose focus is to uh, help others in need, uh, this is the most beautiful way of raising children. And this is the essence of Tawakkul. You're saying the children are saying that, Alhamdulillah, we have been given uh, this great... Uh, treasure by our parents which is that we have been connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have been taught that our job in this life is to help people we just take from Allah and give to the people so this is a, the first and foremost thing that we need to inculcate in our children which is the habit of giving one of the finest ways to do that is if you give them um, pocket money uh, do two things one is teach them to budget so you are teaching them a good life skill which is budgeting and in that budget, see what they set aside as charity. How much do you give? And tell them that whatever you give in charity, I will uh, give double that. Not double that to them, but I will give double that in charity to the uh, to the individual or to the to the to the uh, recipient of your charity. So it, it, we are not uh, encouraging them to become greedy by saying, okay, if I give ten dollars, my dad will give me twenty dollars. No, it's not coming to. It's coming for you. I will give this to the charity to which you give it. So that it is a reward, but the reward again is in that context, right? You're not bribing them to give charity. Uh, so do that in, right from the beginning. And again, as I said, budgeting. So you're teaching them budgeting, you're teaching them charity. And investment. The whole issue is to change our language. And that language comes from belief. Belief is what creates language and language influences belief. It's a, it's a circle. So if we need to change our language and we need to also change our belief that charity is investment. It's not net outflow. It is actually an investment which will get me an inflow. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's reward, Allah did not say this reward will come to you exclusively in the akhirah. No, the reward is for the dunya and the akhirah, inshallah. Second very important thing that we need to teach our children is confidence and the ability to take care of themselves in this world. In all ways, physical, physical safety and security in terms of learning the ways to defend themselves and so on, as well as initiative to make their own way in life. That is a very, very critical skill. If we give them that skill, then believe me, you don't need to leave them anything. Because first and foremost, thing to understand is that their rizq comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not from you. So any, in any case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for them what he has written for them. And there's nothing that you as a parent can do to increase it or decrease it. You can make dua for them, inshallah, and the dua, your dua is acceptable, accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may increase the rizq. And that rizq also is increased in the sense that this dua of yours, that the rizq is to be increased, is also part of the rizq. So anyway, 
let's not get into the philosophy of it. The, the, the actual fact of the matter is that their rizq is already written. Now, if you teach them to make their own way, then they become confident individuals and they really become capable of taking care of themselves. Um, if you leave them property, maybe your children are unique and this property they will divide it according to the Sharia uh, and they will live happily and peacefully with each other or maybe that they are like the others in the world. And believe me, I have seen enough examples of brother at the throat of his brother. Brothers and sisters suing their mother. Brothers and sisters suing each other. There are legions of advocates and lawyers who grow wealthy on the basis of these cases. Property, all of them, 100% of them, are based on property because the parents left property. There are children who are suing each other. I know a case I know cases where people have divided a house and they built a wall through the house. So the dining room, the, the bedroom and the sitting room, the living room, everything is divided into two. They build a wall through that because the house is divided between the two brothers or, or the sisters or whatever the case might be. All of this happens because there is property. As I said, maybe your children are exceptional. Maybe this will not happen with you. I, I wish that is so. But the vast majority of people in the world are not like that. And it's more than likely that your children also, when they see the money, this is what they will do. Is Sila is they will go against Sila Rahmi. They will cut the 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 relationship of the womb. And Rasulullah said that if somebody does that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish them. So because of the property, this is happening. On the other hand, if the property that you had left them was self-confidence, was a first-class education, was the ability to take care of themselves in life, then none of this would have happened. So focus on their education. Give them a top-class education. Teach them to be self-confident. Teach them to live by their wits and by their, uh, by their effort and by their hard work. Teach them good principles in life so that they don't deceive anybody, they don't cheat, they don't lie, they don't do any of that. They live honestly and teach them to love one another. And don't put the seeds of division in what you leave behind. I also know a case where a family, the, the, the ancestral house, the brothers and sisters, all of them together, they decided to make that into a masjid. So they... they um, demolished the house and they made a masjid there. But believe me, in all the people in the world that I know today, that is a single, unique example. So Alhamdulillah, they are blessed and their parents are blessed. But that's one example. And I can give you many examples of the opposite. And all of that because property was left to them. So my serious suggestion to is, don't worry about leaving property behind. If you really want to leave, then I would say give them gifts of property in your lifetime. And when you do that, you have to give equal to the boys and the girls, brothers and sisters, not two is to one. Two is to one is only after you die. That is the Sharia regulation for inheritance after the father or mother is dead. In your lifetime, you give equal and that's what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us to do.
So give them equally in your lifetime and that's it. If you must do it. But much better. Believe me, poverty and hunger is the biggest asset that you can leave for your child. Please understand in context. I'm not saying leave them paupers. I'm saying make sure that they have the ability to make their own way in life. I can give you examples of Bill Gates and whoever, right? Elon Musk and whatnot, who say exactly the same thing. If you don't want to believe me when I speak in, from the perspective of the Quran and the Sunnah, believe them. But do it. Do not make, do not sow the seeds of division among your own children. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته